What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity. I know we all know it's just me here, just me chilling. (laughs) I feel like after all this you know, pandemic that we're living in. Maybe I can get some more guests on here because it's a lot just being alone all the time. I'm sure you guys get sick of just me. So I just thought of that just now how it's always fun having a guest. And you know who we really need on here? My mom. If you guys didn't know, I'm back home in Albany, New York right now where I'm from at my mom's house living with her. And it's been really good, but also like challenging in different ways. And I'm sure you've already looked at the title and know that this is a, I should just say first and foremost, right? This is a deep, heavy hitter, heavy hitting topic, right? Um, Yeah, sorry for being a little heavy this week, but to be honest, it's kind of just like the mood I've been in, like the, like the feelings that I've been feeling. So I'm like, I'm not going to be fake over here and pretend that everything's like amazing all the time and you guys know obviously I like keeping it really positive and happy for this hour of happy talk but sometimes like we need to just get real so if you are like not wanting to hear about how it's okay to be sad sometimes and how it's okay to not be okay um if you don't want to hear about that maybe just listen to one of my other episodes but I think it can be really helpful and relatable and like when I hear anyone else talk about this type of stuff, I'll usually cry a little bit and it just really like hits me deep in my heart, you know, and I, it just makes me feel better. So I don't know. I just think it's important to talk about. I'm sure I'll feel like a little uncomfortable talking about this and I hope I don't get emotional. Gosh, I feel like I cry in every YouTube video and podcast these days, don't I? Um, I feel like this sort of thing will come up time to time again in my podcast randomly like I can I forget which podcast it was if you guys listen to all of them maybe you remember I feel like it had nothing to do with this sort of thing and somehow I got sidetracked I digressed and I thought about people living with mental illness and it just gets me really sad and I started crying and so I'm sure when I talk more about it today um yeah I'm sure I'll cry but <laughs> I hope I can <laughs> keep it under control a little bit. So anyway, let's just catch up for a sec. Right now, I'm back in Albany. Like I said, you guys know I moved out of my apartment in Boston and that's what last week's episode was all about. I literally just kind of caught up with you guys, but more just talked about like my plans, like my life plans, my moving plans. I guess if you missed that, I will quickly recap. And if you already listened, hopefully this doesn't bore you, but I... I've lived in Boston for, well, I was going to say the last year. I was in that apartment for the last year. I lived there for five years. Ooh, that already feels really weird, you guys, to be like, I lived there, like past. It's like, I lived there. I don't live there anymore. But I guess technically I don't. That feels so weird. I literally just got a text that I got a package there, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not there. So, uh, it's so weird. Like, it still feels like, because I mean, I've only been here since Sunday. So, since you're, it's Thursday right now. It's Friday when you're listening to this or after. So, Yeah, I've only been here for four days. Wait, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five days. Am I okay? (laughs) I've been here for five days. So basically what I'm trying to say is it still feels like I'm kind of just visiting, like how I would visit from college um, and that I feel like I still have my apartment there, but I know that I don't because it's all in my room right now, crammed in here, like moved out completely, unpacked into my old high school space and yeah, to be honest, it's just, like, weird when it really hits me that I'm, like, living in this house with my mom again, but you guys know the whole deal, like, 
it just made so much sense because you guys know I'm moving to Pennsylvania in the fall um, with Max, my boyfriend, because he plays hockey there. And so it just made a lot of sense because we were like, we don't need to be long distance. And I, in my mind, I'm like, when we're young, we can like live in different cities and explore different places. And like, why wouldn't I live there with you? Like, that sounds so fun for me to live in a new city while I'm long, young, be with my boyfriend, like start our life together type of thing. So that's the plan. But um, yeah, there was just kind of this gap like of two months between when my lease ended and when we were moving to Pennsylvania for hockey. So I was like, this makes so much sense. I want to come home, spend as much time with my mom as I can anyway, and like help her clean out this huge house all by herself. And eventually, I don't know if I've like talked about this, but we get more chatty over here on the podcast. Um, eventually get her moved out of here, you know, like this house, I guess this is like personal, but... <laughs> do you care for my mom my dad my sister and I it was just like a lot and too big for all of us I don't know why we like moved here but now what I'm trying to say is you guys know my bet my dad passed away last year and my sister has been living in Ireland she's coming back soon too but and since I've been in Boston and so it's just been my mom here so it's just like a lot for her to take care of all by herself like it was a lot for the four of us to take care of so now that it's just her it's a lot so basically I'm just really happy that I'm back right now with her like it's been so good to spend so much time with her already and just kind of like get the ball rolling of like cleaning stuff out throwing stuff away donating stuff like stuff like that you guys know how it goes do you know I don't know if you know if you've had like similar clean out experiences that you've needed to do but anyway so that is what has been going on. That's kind of my moving plan, what's happening right now. And to be honest, being back home has just been harder than I thought. I don't want to cry. I like feel it coming. Um, but this episode is all about how it's okay to not be okay and to be sad. And I'm sure I've said that before, but I think... I just, I realized that it deserves its whole episode because everybody gets sad. Everybody gets down in the dumps, some more than others, obviously. And I feel like you can always, I mean, you can also just like look back on your life and think of times like, wow, these were times I like really struggled mentally or I struggled with this or that, or I was really down or this was bothering me or I was like sad or obviously very like situationally like events like you know if you're living through a pandemic that's something for example that can make you a little anxious sad stressed out just kind of like depressed and I don't use that term lightly like we'll talk about that later that whole realm of things but I guess not like depression is not what I'm saying but if you just have that like depressed feeling um but I try not to use that word because that like depression is like a mental illness and I don't think it's fair for someone like me who's never experienced Russian to be like oh I'm depressed you know what I'm saying so I don't know that's just like a personal thing also I should have like I guess um what's that called when you have a warning disclaimer at the beginning of this I guess that I'm going to be talking about that a little bit and also that obviously we all know like I'm not an expert I'm not like a doctor over here I don't want to say anything that's going to like offend you guys I guess I'm just going to be literally speaking out of my heart like you guys know I have the best intentions I'm not trying to like I don't know how I could offend you if I'm like triggering anyone or saying anything not like correct all I know is that I haven't experienced depression personally but I have very close like family members and stuff like that that have and so I all I can say is that I've like been close to it and like talk like speak to my I guess like opinions about it all I don't even know if opinions is the right word but just talk about it so yeah I guess that's good to say um But I guess I should just tell you why being back home has been harder than I thought. It's been good for all the reasons that I just explained. Also, Teddy. I haven't even said Teddy, but, like, come on. Teddy's, like, the best dog ever. You guys don't know my... I don't even know what to say. My mom's my golden doodle, like, our family's dog, golden doodle. He's a golden doodle, like I just said three times, Teddy. And... Lucy and I, really Lucy, after our freshman year of college, was, like, begging our parents. She was like, I want a puppy, I want a puppy, I want a golden doodle. I keep seeing pictures of them. They're so cute. They don't even shed, and she has allergies. She's like, it'll be so good, um, because it won't make me, like, break out in hives or get all itchy or anything. She wanted this puppy so bad, and it's funny because I felt like, in my mind, it was going to be, like, me and my parents figuring it out and surprising her and I feel like I would text them sometimes and be like we got to get Lucy Golden Doodle and they would be like I know I know like maybe sometime this summer and then they freaking surprised me in May of 2016 
and it was literally the best thing ever. Like this little squishy puppy came wandering into my room and I, oh my gosh, I literally can think back to the vlog. If you guys saw that, have any of you been with me that long? Why am I like reminiscing right now? I don't know. Cause I'm just talking about Teddy and how like special he is to me, but he really is. Um, I think back to that vlog and I remember so specifically I was in my childhood bedroom that I'm in like right now and he comes walking in and I was holding a basket of laundry and I like dropped the laundry on the ground and Lucy's filming me and I go what is that whose is that I was like freaking out have any did any of you watch this have any of you been with me that long and he was freaking Teddy and I named him by the way because I thought that he looked like a squishy fluffy little teddy bear I was like he doesn't even look like a dog he looks like a teddy bear like we're naming him Teddy and so thus that's my dog Teddy slash my mom's like I guess it's really my mom's like you know, when I was living in Boston or when I moved to Pennsylvania, like, he's not coming with me. Like, he's so attached to my mom. They're literally, like, BFFs. They're, like, Teddy's literally her shadow. Like, he follows her around. He loves her so much whenever we're on walks. Every, like, two steps, I swear to God, he looks back at her just to, like, make sure she's still there. And I'm like, Teddy, you're so clingy. <laughs> like, she's right here. It's fine. But anyway, so that's just one really positive thing about being home too aside from like my mom and everything I said Teddy I just love him so much he feels like my brother that I never had and I just get so excited to like be around him I don't know does anyone feel like this about their dogs I don't know how to explain it I feel like I've just my appreciation of dogs and like how close I am with him has just like increased so much in the past couple years and I guess especially without like my dad here and without my sister here and it's just me and my mom and Teddy it's like I just like appreciate him that much more because it's only the three of us are you guys like me I just literally think of him as like a member of our family like he's like my brother like I know he's a dog but do you know what I mean I don't know I feel like a lot of people feel that way though anyway I'm beating around the bush okay <laughs> reason it's been a little bit of a heavy week is I'm sure as many of you have probably guessed or put together in your head already that this is the first time I'm living here uh since my dad hasn't been here and obviously I visited and spent a lot of time here since then but I always had like my apartment in Boston and now that I'm back and I'm here and I'm not, like, going anywhere else. Like, I'm here to stay for a while at least. Um, and I'm all moved in with my stuff. Like, it just feels really weird. And it feels, like, heavy. Oh, my gosh, I don't want to cry. But I'm sure you guys can relate if you've lost lost someone and you're immediately in a meet. Oh, my gosh, I can't even talk. If you've lost someone in your immediate family, someone really close to you. Oh, and I was talking about this. Was it in the last episode or the one before? Maybe it was a YouTube video. I think it was a YouTube video. I was having a really rough morning missing my dad and you guys know it's just father's day that was really difficult too um but me and my mom were facetiming when I was still in Boston and I was like mom like I know it was like a while ago now but it literally feels like yesterday that whole weekend was like ingrained in my mind and she was like I know me too um so I guess that's just what I want to say like if you guys have lost someone close to you no matter how much time passes I know like it doesn't get easier and everyone would say that to me right in the beginning when I lost my dad like it doesn't get easier you just get better at dealing with it and I so agree with that I feel like I said that a hundred times but I really do agree with that it just doesn't <laughs> get easier honestly and it just feels like it was yesterday and so even though a year not a year and a half a year and a couple months has passed since he passed away um it's not any easier being home and like I just like see him everywhere in my house you know <sighs> not to talk about that too much though because I'll get really sad um also though being with Teddy so much you guys back to Teddy happy talk um he just like reminds me I don't know how to describe it or he makes me feel closer to my dad because they were so close and Teddy was also like my dad's shadow my dad's best friend and they spent so much time together so like being around Teddy so much and like I go on walks with him and I don't bring my phone and I just try to like be in the outside fresh air and kind of like center myself I don't know ground myself I'm getting like deep over here um but just kind of like clear my mind I guess and try to like relax and not be so like anxious or sad and yeah dogs are just the best we don't deserve them <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cry but 
yeah, we were just walking today, and I didn't bring my phone or anything, and I just think about my dad and how much I miss him, but I know he's, like, looking down on me and everything from heaven. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on from this talk before I literally sob, um, but if you guys, if this is, like, randomly the first episode you're listening to or something, uh, and you didn't know any of this, I guess if you want to know more about that, you can listen to my episode. I think I titled it When You Lose a Parent because I knew I needed to make an episode all about that and grieving and everything. I don't think I could like ever listen back to that episode. It's probably so sad. I think I cried like the entire time as you could imagine. Um, yeah, I just remember that being really sad, but I talk all about it there if you wanted to know more about that. Okay. Interrupting in here super quick to tell you guys about Skillshare. It's an online learning community with thousands of classes to explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. And for me personally, taking classes on Skillshare has been a form of self-care and really helps when I'm feeling down. I really like taking classes on Skillshare that help me with my social media, so I take classes to brush up on my skills on video editing, photo editing, and more. One course that I recently started, you guys, is called Design Great Stuff, How to Make Merch with Draplin, taught by Aaron Draplin. Because I thought it would be super interesting to learn about and really applies to me maybe making happy hour merch one day and other skillshare class topics that i personally enjoy learning about are photography film and video lifestyle productivity entrepreneurship marketing etc skillshare believes a strong community is essential in times of hardship so to tap into the support of fellow creatives who provide encouragement communication and inspiration i would suggest trying a class out Especially right now with everything going on, Skillshare drawing, writing, and journaling classes can be a great way to help manage stress, practice mindfulness, and feel connected to one another. I really think now is a good time to do the thing you've always wanted to do. So explore your creativity and get two months free of premium membership at Skillshare.com Gretchen. That's two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com Gretchen. Now let's get back into the episode. Now that I said why it's been a heavy week, which I'm sure any of you could have guessed, um, I guess just being back home also just like environmental is other, like my environment is clearly so different being in a new city. I mean, the whole like new city thing doesn't matter that much because I was like literally sitting in my apartment in Boston slash sitting here at home in Albany because obviously pandemic quarantine like we're still not really going anywhere like I know actually I guess it really depends where you live in the country um because some cities and places are opened up a lot more than like where I am in the northeast because I feel like this is kind of where it was the worst even though actually Albany I'm not sure but in Boston like restaurants started opening up for outside seating but I actually was just looking at comments on a vlog that I posted today and a bunch of comments were like, even though these restaurants are open for outside, I still really wouldn't recommend going, like, a lot of people still don't say it's that safe, like, here's why, and she just gave me, like, a bunch of reasons and things to think about, and I was like, wow, I didn't even think about that, like, even with social distancing, like, a lot of, like, waiters and waitresses working there aren't even comfortable, and, like, the dishes thing, like, how they have to clean them and stuff, it's still just, like, risky, obviously, that's, like, higher risk than just staying at home, eating food like from the grocery whatever so that just makes me think of things differently and I'm like wow I guess restaurants maybe are open for outside seating here in Albany if any of you like live here maybe tell me I don't know um but I like don't know if I would want to go and honestly I don't know why it's like honestly I think it's just always been this way since college but ever since Lucy and I yeah I think just from college we would come home and visit we never wanted takeout like we only ever wanted to eat like homemade food because when we were at school I feel like we would eat out so much in like the dining hall all we wanted was like our parents cooking so I feel like anyway when I'm home that I just want like home-cooked meal or I just like cooking food here and I also feel like having more space because my mom has a big kitchen here just makes me like want to prepare food and like cook here I don't know if that makes sense but like in Boston it was just like a little kitchen and like eating out was so much more accessible I could just like walk outside and go get something you know but here I like like eating, eating at home more anyway um so yeah why why was I talking about that <laughs> I don't even know 
<laughs> but yeah, that's been happening. Oh, I was talking about the vlog and coronavirus and oh, and just being here. Oh, I was talking about my environment being different. Yes. So I think what I was specifically thinking of when I said environmentally, I think I just meant like my environment, not like, you know what I mean? Um, and so how that's changed is obviously like being in this big house with like so much going on is way different than like my little apartment in Boston and like living with a new roommate essentially <laughs> I'm saying that to my mom I'm like you know Taylor was a lot different of a roommate than you are like <laughs> so it's just funny just like being back like that's different also was different too I hope that you couldn't hear them at all um in this podcast like maybe a little bit I feel like now it's been pretty quiet but this is like so random um like our backyard I don't know how to describe it do you guys have this at your house our backyard like, the neighbors behind our house, so it's, like, our backyards, like, touch each other, so it's, like, my house, backyard, their backyard, their house, do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I feel like I've been describing this so bad, like, our backyards are parallel, adjacent, I don't know the right term, their house is close, is what I'm trying to say, and their backyard is really close, and so that's been something to adjust to because I feel like they are out swimming in their pool all day with like the little kids yelling and screaming and crying and the dog barking and I'm like oh my gosh I swear I can hear it like everywhere well not everywhere in our house maybe right now just because I'm like at the back of the house like near the window I can hear it um so I was like that's gonna be difficult to like record this podcast but I think it's been okay I don't think you could hear them I mean it's probably similar to like in Boston hearing like city noises I feel like what happened in my podcast like um sirens or I don't know stuff like that from like outside I feel like sometimes you could almost hear the wind because we were like so high up in that building we could like always hear the wind in our apartment um But like I was saying, I want to talk about Walking Teddy and like how good that's been. I haven't even really gotten into like how it's okay to not be okay and be sad, but I'm just like digressing here in the beginning. But Walking Teddy has been like so therapeutic and I can't wait till I can get my own dog because I mean, Teddy like is mine technically sort of like my mom's like my family dog. I don't know. But you guys know what I mean? Like my own own dog or like my dog with Max. Like we want to get a dog together and something about walking dogs and they just like are so happy and just love you unconditionally always. And you know, this really does relate to not being okay and being sad, please pet a dog. Or I I really hope you all like dogs. Maybe you don't like a dog. Maybe substitute what I'm saying for like a cat or like a gerbil, a fish. I don't know. (laughs) But if you don't have a dog, like if you see them out in public, pet them. If you have a friend or like a parent or a grandma or like a sibling that has one, just like spend time with them and I promise you will be in a better mood. And literally just cuddled up with Teddy and like petting him I always feel better and just squeezing him I don't know it's like a security blanket I don't know I'm like so attached to animals and I feel like when I was living at Max's house like at Max's mom's house you know with his family for like two and a half months during quarantine and they have never had like dogs or anything like that I'm like wow I really miss being around a dog like I really want a dog right now especially since I'm stuck at home I feel like that's been I guess a silver lining you could call it of quarantine that everyone's stuck at home it's because like you're with your pets and that's such a good outcome of it or not I'm saying everything wrong do you know everything's coming out twisted that's such a good like thing that's come from quarantine that you get to spend more time with your pets you know because it's like they just love you so much and I promise if you can squeeze a dog you'll feel a lot better also another thing I've really been liking doing um I keep saying I've been here for like a while I've been here for like what did I just say five days but I've done it like three times now I really have been liking working out on my back porch on a yoga mat and I do yoga or I do like Chase's bar class and I recently just got the core power like what is it called membership maybe no it's not like I used to have the black tag membership like in the city when I would go all the time in college um and it was like unlimited monthly because I would go all the time I was like obsessed I miss like going to yoga classes and fitness classes I mean I miss doing everything that you can do when the world isn't living in a pandemic you know so I'm sure you guys do too but I feel like these are all things maybe these are kind of things that I'm mentioning that have been helping with me feeling not okay inside helping me feel better 
But something about being outside, like laying in the sun, tanning a little bit, obviously not too much, wear your SPF, I've been really good with that. Um, just like the sun on your skin and the breeze and like an animal and just, it just brings you back to like what life is all about. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like something about doing yoga outside during like the sunrise or the sunset and you have the breeze and it's warm and you hear the birds chirping and it's just like so peaceful and I mean, I feel like everyone knows yoga is almost like meditation in a way. I guess it depends on what yoga, but it really helps you feel grounded and just good and you move your body and the whole thing. And that just reminds me how was when I know I think it was when I was doing bar. I was like, oh, it's 8 a.m. class. Like, I'm totally good. Like the neighbors in the pool won't be like loud or be able to see me doing yoga. And they were out swimming at 8 a.m. I'm not even kidding you guys. I was like, just my luck. They probably were like why is that girl doing yoga right now? I mean, I guess that's normal to do at like 8am, but I'm like, that's really funny if they can see, see me and like hear me working out. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like what's been going on, but oh wait, I didn't even, where did I write this down in my notes? I'm looking at my notes. I have to refer back to my notes because you guys know I always talk about something that I'm happy about and I guess, do I talk about something that I'm sad about? wait, why can't I literally, (laughs) I'm like having like memory loss today. I know I always talk about something that I'm happy about and a happy quote. Do I, I don't think I say what I'm sad about. That's why that didn't sound right. But (laughs) maybe today since I wrote it down, I guess because this episode's kind of about being sad and I've been like laughing and giggly the whole time. I guess too, also talking about being sad and how it's okay to not be okay, like makes me feel uncomfortable in a way or yeah because I feel like I just put up all my guards and walls because I don't like feeling sad and I never want to be I mean who likes feeling sad like I put up all my guards and I like giggle about it even though it's serious because it makes me uncomfortable do you know what I'm saying so I guess that's good to say too so anyway what I'm happy about (laughs) this week because you guys know I always talk about that is being home with my mom which I know I've already said but it's just so good to be with her and I guess too since you guys know I have a twin sister Lucy like growing up I obviously sometimes I would have time with her alone but a lot of times it would be like me and my sister and my mom even if it was just like girls time or something like that it wasn't a lot of just like one-on-one just me and my mom so it's kind of nice having that now and I talked about in a vlog how I didn't have that time post-grad um actually I don't even think that vlog is up yet no I'm like getting behind on my videos but I basically this is your preview I talk about how I feel like I never had that time once you graduate college where you can go live with your parents and it's kind of like so nice to be with them again and see them since you haven't like lived with them in four years and you can live with them again I know a lot of people don't like that I was talking about my video how I feel like there's a stigma around that like moving back with your parents and I'm like I don't know why it's like that because that makes so much sense to me like you have just gone to college like you now are going to start looking for a job find your career stuff like that and while you were like saving up money to get your own place and to like get on your feet like it makes so much sense to be back with your parents and I mean I guess this is all very situational depending on like your relationship with your parents and the whole thing but you know what I mean anyway since I wrote it down even though normally I don't talk about this what I'm sad about this week is I'm sure you could have put together already that it's just my dad not being here and I think that's something too that's really tough with grieving is maybe it's just me personally maybe you guys can relate but I feel like it's I don't know how to describe it there's times where I just get really hung up on like I just want him here like I'm just so upset I don't like I can't understand like I can't wrap my head around it like obviously I get when someone passes away, but I'm just, like, I just want him here, like, it isn't fair, like, I just get so frustrated and angry and upset, and maybe, actually, I feel like that would be a relatable thing if you guys lose someone, like, you just get really sad that they're not here, I'm, like, I just want him here, I just want him to, like, be in my presence or be in this house or I just want to listen to him talk or him to listen to me or just spend time around him, like, simply, so, yeah, that's what I've been sad about this week and um I guess to get more about what I want to talk about my little quote because you guys know I have a little happy quote or whatever and I don't know if I've used this 
in an episode before, but I thought it was really fitting. And I actually, I didn't think I would, I forgot, I think when I was writing this down, where I heard this from and the source of this. I'm sure he didn't make this up. I'm sure this is like a saying that goes around or a phrase, but I specifically remember hearing this in a soul cycle class. <laughs> I still find a way to talk about Soul Cycle right in every single episode. In a Soul Cycle class, maybe a year or two ago. And it was an instructor, James, who's now in New York City, but he used to be in Boston. And I love him and his class so much. And he can get really like motivational in there. And I have crow. Cro- I was about to say crone, like cried. Cro- <laughs> what is wrong with me today? I have cried. Why, why was I thinking crone was like the past tense of cried? Wow, that's really embarrassing, but we just keep it real over here. So I've cried a lot in soul cycle classes, and this one specifically, I remember crying a lot, and it just really spoke to me. And this was, you know, even before, I guess, really hard things in my life, but you know, I guess it's all relative, and who's to say, like, things that I went through before my dad passing away or like my ACL injury or stuff like that like I still went through hard things you guys know I talked about like body image issues like stuff like that so I feel like in like self-confidence that kind of thing so I think maybe this is why this really spoke to me like two years ago and anyway (laughs) spit it out Gretchen what he said was you were born with a purpose for a purpose I'm gonna say it again in case you weren't listening you were born with a purpose for a purpose and I think he just was like repeating it and I was like, wow, I'm so emotional and I feel like I need to yell it at you so that you feel it and believe it because sometimes I don't believe it, you know? So you were born with a purpose for a purpose. Listen up. (laughs) And I think that's just such a good thing to hear because sometimes you doubt yourself, you know, and you doubt your path and your purpose and everything like that and it can get even deeper, like you question yourself and can get really sad deep down. So I don't know. I think that was just like really reassuring hearing him say that. And I just really like that little idea or that phrase quote that you were born with a purpose for a purpose. And it's like, even if you don't know it yet, like you will, your purpose will come to fruition. It will become clear in your head, in your mind. It will like present itself in your life I guess is a good way to put it and like everything's going to be okay you are on your own path I've talked about this before how everyone's on their own path and how you can't compare your timeline to someone else your own age their timeline they're a different person like everything that makes you different from me if you're my age 23 from your siblings from your friends whatever like that's uniqueness and it's good to be unique that'd be so boring if everyone was the same like you don't want to be the same as everyone else like you your goal shouldn't be like to try to be like someone else like be yourself and own it and I'm getting really preachy over here but like I guess this is what I tell myself I'm just gonna tell you what I tell myself to be confident and love yourself and that is something that can be really hard but I've had a whole episode on that too self-love or what was it self-care and loving yourself kind of thing because it can be really hard and I feel like it's something that you always have to be working on and just like checking in with yourself being honest with yourself and how you're doing so I'm interrupting in here super quick to tell you guys about ShipStation if you're an e-commerce seller are you ready for the demands of your deliveries when you're selling online getting a lot of orders fast can be tough to track who gets what what shipping carrier you should use and if you're getting the best rate So that's why you guys need ShipStation. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. With just a few clicks, you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your products to your customers. ShipStation helps online sellers of any size get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy no matter what you're selling. On Amazon, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, and even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, and even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customers. ShipStation also offers big discounts on shipping costs, so now any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies, so you'll always know that you're getting the best deal. And personally, just knowing how simple shipping with ShipStation is makes me excited for the future of making a podcast merch. Happy hour hoodies, anyone? Maybe? I don't know. 
we will see. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, you guys can try out ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use my code GG. So get started at ShipStation today. Again, totally free for two months. I know you won't even have to put in your card to start your free trial with my code GG at ShipStation.com. And now, let's get back into the episode. And like, truth be told, like I've been saying, the past week has been really tough for me and I can question myself and how I'm doing and my self-confidence and it's like I just have to go back to square one of what makes me feel better and grounding myself and being around my family and being gentle with myself when I grieve the loss of my father and giving myself grace during this crazy time when you can't really see friends and go out in public and (laughs) why am I always on the verge of tears right now but I think those are good reminders to tell yourself during this time and you know what else you guys which just reminded me is my aching lower back right now my back pain and my stomach feeling like it's literally on fire if you're a girl listening which I know probably most of you are maybe you can relate but my mom we were talking yesterday I think I cried like maybe five times yesterday and she thought Gretchen maybe you've been or no well what she said is and I totally agreed with her. I'm getting this all mixed up in my head. She said, maybe you've been so emotional since being back home, since you haven't lived here, you know, since daddy's passed away. And I was like, yes, girl, that is totally it. But also I was like, you know what else? This is what I said. Why am I getting this all mixed up in my head? My brain just has a way of confusing things. I think it really is ADHD. But anyway, I haven't been, I feel like I haven't really talked about that. I haven't been like specifically diagnosed but I almost feel like for that for me specifically I don't even like need a diagnosis like I know like I I know that I could probably benefit from seeing a doctor for that and some medication I almost feel like some people have messaged me before commented and been like you know um I like see a lot of like myself in you and just your the way you speak or your tendencies and stuff and I really think that it could benefit from you like do you know what I'm saying I really think medicine could benefit you if you like saw your doctor and talked about it but I think I've just never talked about it because I have never gone on medicine for it or I guess really been diagnosed so I maybe shouldn't even be talking about it at all but you guys know I just this is just like my stream of consciousness is that what it's called just like all my thoughts and really raw and I feel like I talk about things on here that I get scared to talk about in a YouTube video or that, that I just get really nervous that anyone could pick apart, and if anyone is listening, has ADD, ADHD, um, like, I'm really not trying to offend you, because I'm saying, like, I'm with you, and I know that I struggle from those types of things that come with that, so, anyway, why did I start talking about that? I was talking about, um, oh, I didn't even talk about it. (laughs) I started saying it, then I didn't. What I was telling my mom was why I was thinking that I've been so emotional is because I'm on my period right now, and I was going to say TMI, but, like, I know we're, like, all girls listening, so, like, we all get it, or I hope that you do, because I know sometimes you have issues not getting it, like, I had in the past, and I hope that you guys aren't going through that, or if you are, you're, like, taking the necessary measures and steps to get it back. Anyway, I keep digressing. Oh, yeah, I've been on my period, so that's why my back is literally, my lower back has been hurting so bad, and my stomach, like, I swear my, like, cramps and, like, back pain were never this bad when I had my period, like, a while ago, but I don't know when this started happening, but it literally sometimes, like, it comes in waves. That's, like, how I would assume contractions to be, but it's not contractions, obviously. Like, there's 0% chance that I'm pregnant. Um, but anyway, <laughs> obviously I'm not because I have my period. What am I talking about over here? This is getting bananas. But, um, yeah, so my stomach has this really fun thing where it literally feels like it's burning, like it feels like it's on fire. So, anyway, the reason I'm talking about all of this, hopefully you feel less alone if you deal with that when you're on your time of the month. But I think that has also contributed to me being emotional. So maybe if you're a girl, not to, like, excuse, like, emotions or just be like, oh, they're just, like, my dumb emotions. Like, they're valid. You know, if you're feeling things, like, they're valid. Know that. But I guess sometimes you can just recognize within yourself if you're on your period maybe be like just yeah give yourself some grace cut yourself some slack and be like oh this is probably why this something that happened just got to me a little bit more or 
like really set me off like I feel like my mom said one thing the other day and I started bursting out crying and I'm like what is going on I don't even know why I'm feeling this way like what's going on so yeah I guess <laughs> that just is like a me personally thing this past week so yeah but what my mom said of me being really emotional too because my dad's not here and just being back home where I lived with him in the past that is spot on and very right and can we just talk about the freaking coronavirus for a second? I mean, I don't want to talk about it. No one wants to hear about it, talk about it anymore. I honestly feel bad. This is just me being, like, honest. This is, like, spilling the tea on myself. But I feel like in the beginning of everything, I was watching the news every day and just staying so informed. And then I got to a point where I feel like it literally was, like, affecting my, like, mental state. And I was just so anxious all the time. And I would just, like, always cry watching the news. And it made me so sad about what's going on. But it's, like, where's the balance of, like, being informed but also not letting it, like, control and take over your life? Because I was just getting so sad about everything and, like, down and feeling, like, hopeless about when we'd be able to see friends and, like, resume normal life again and not even that because like that is like the shallow part of it it's like seeing the numbers and hearing the stories of people getting coronavirus and having like I don't obviously dying but having like really horrible circumstances in their life and really bad health complications is what I'm trying to say like that's what matters and it's like really heart-wrenching and heartbreaking and we all know the episode that I posted two weeks ago all about I guess just the Black Lives Matter movement in general and everything that's going on and I guess that becoming so prevalent with police brutality has been really heavy and really sad too so it's just been such a crazy 2020 so far wouldn't you guys agree and just like really I don't even know how to describe it other than I guess different than everyone thought it was going to be with the pandemic and racism being so prevalent in a way that I feel like a lot of people didn't even notice or realize was still happening. And so I guess with all of this going on, it makes a lot of sense that a lot of us could be down and not okay. And that's just why I thought this episode of why it's okay to not be okay and be sad Um, made a lot of sense and to talk more specifically about that I think when I first heard it's okay to not be okay that felt kind of like really reassuring almost and like a pat on the back and especially if you're someone that deals with mental illness I think I don't know if that would make you feel better I guess I wouldn't know I'm being honest like I haven't dealt with that but knowing as someone that just gets down sometimes and gets sad knowing that it's okay to not be okay feels good and like you feel less alone and I heard I forget where I heard this but I also really like this how it's okay to be sad it's okay to like feel sad be down like I feel like I let myself feel sad now and I cry like I always feel better you guys I don't know if you're like this I know some people are different some people feel worse if they start crying but I cry and I not like I make myself cry but I make myself feel it and I cry and I let it all out and guess what after I always feel better so it's okay to be sad I encourage you to like feel the emotions that you're feeling and like work through them especially if you have the privilege of like being able to see someone a therapist even if you can't see someone like a therapist and seek like medical help if you I don't know talk to a trusted friend family member that always makes me feel better too um and like during this time obviously I don't think if I even wanted to, like, see a therapist back home, that I could because of everything going on. Maybe I could, like, FaceTime one. I don't know. But talking to my mom and my sister always helps. Letting it all out. If you don't trust someone, you could literally tell your pet. I swear, growing up, I would, like, tell my dog secrets that I didn't want to tell anyone because I'm like, well, they can't tell anyone and at least I'm, like, giving it off my chest or something. So, I don't know. But I think, oh, this is what I was saying. I don't know where I heard this, where... I think they said it's okay to be sad but it's okay to be happy too and I really like that because it's like but also again I feel like I keep backpedaling because I don't I don't want to say that I don't want any of you that are experiencing like clinical depression to hear that and be like Gretchen you don't understand because I don't understand you're right and it's not fair for me to say to you it's okay to be sad but it's also okay to be happy just be happy like that's not how it works I talked about that in an episode before too where I feel like so many people still 
it's like there's such a stigma around mental illness and depression, anxiety. There's more than that, but that's what comes to mind. And like there's such a stigma around it and some people almost like not, I don't know, like believing in it maybe. And like in my mind, and I've talked about this analogy before, it's like you break your arm, everyone knows your arm's broken, clearly something's wrong, you get a cast, maybe you have physical therapy, you seek medical help to heal and get better. And it's like, but suddenly when it's a mental illness in your brain, in your head that someone can't see like a cast, it's like this whole stigma. And people are like, well, just be happy. And that kills me because like I said, I know people personally that experience depression and it's like that's just like that's not it sis that's not it at all they can't just be happy and a lot of times there's like a chemical imbalance and medicine can be really useful and really helpful and yeah what where was I going with that why did I start talking about that because I was talking about how it's okay to be sad but it's also okay to be happy <laughs> I was talking about it's because I was talking about how it's okay to be sad, but it's also okay to be happy. And I think for someone like me, that can be reassuring because, like I said, I feel like I only have, like, moments of sadness. And, like, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, they're right. It's time to end my crying session, pick myself back up, shower off, like, put on clothes that I feel comfortable in, read a book, talk to my mom, make, like, a yummy lunch like literally the simple things you guys I don't know I feel like can just pull you out of rut and make you feel better walk your dog and I feel better and I feel happier and yeah I don't know I guess just if that sort of thing applies to some of you and if you're not experiencing depression anxiety because those are obviously very real things and I I guess if you think you are if you are experiencing things like that to obviously seek medical help and talk to your doctor and I'm not a doctor so that's just why I would say that. I also think during this time you guys maybe you can relate I think that we all just have more time on our hands like I feel like I just have more time to think about everything and worry quite honestly because of less going on in the world that you can like go do but at the same time so much going on that we like don't have control over I mean we do but to an extent you know what I'm saying like coronavirus you can do everything in your power to stay safe and healthy but you also can't control if like someone in your family gets it or do you know what I'm saying so that's what I just mean by that and I think just yeah, thinking about it all the time um, is what makes me worry so much. And a part of the reason why I'm recording this too is to feel better. Whenever I record pod podcasts, you guys, I always feel better. And I think just talking about it maybe makes it a little bit more normalized. And if you struggle with this sort of thing ever at all, um, it could just make you feel better and again, feel less alone. Wow, I feel like this episode is sort of getting all over the place, but I just wanted to talk about, I guess, all of this as a whole, and you know what, you guys? After so much positive feedback from last week's episode, I guess I just realized how much you guys just like chatting. I guess it's not chatting because I can't hear what you're saying, but I do love hearing your input. Um, so I guess it's just like chatting on my end and just catching up. And I feel like I always worry when I'm recording podcasts about not providing value and being like new and fresh and current and like teaching you something or giving you like some really good knowledge or like lessons and being really entertaining. But like I said earlier in this episode, it just sort of seemed fake and like forced to talk about anything else because this is just like personally what I've been feeling and sensing and going through and I know I'm not like alone in that so I hope that this episode I have a little bit left but I hope so far that um you guys are enjoying it and just like the casual like chit chat and I know I always feel good when I get positive feedback from you guys especially from friends that I know like in real life in person and I love oh my gosh Brooke and Danielle are the sweetest you guys know I'm obsessed with gals on the go their podcast but they'll always text me when they are listening and Danielle is just like oh my gosh I just like um, listen to your last episode all about your moving plans and we were just like chatting about it and everything going on so I don't know it's just like really means a lot when I hear feedback from you guys because it's like then I know that I'm not just talking to nobody and I get to hear what you guys think and your opinions and your feedback and get your love and support and it just means so much so yeah 
I guess, like I said before, I just the world being such in a heavy time right now, I just thought a lot of you could relate to feeling like this. And like I was saying, I love hearing your guys' feedback on like what you think of the episode and just, I guess, like advice in general. So I wanted to turn and ask you guys questions in how you find, I guess, stillness and peace and like the hectic life that we're living right now. And I guess maybe... um just in the hard times where you can feel even more anxious or sad, like, how do you find, like, you know what I'm saying? Stillness, peace, feeling grounded, um, how do you make yourself feel happy again? Like, what do you do to feel happier? What makes you feel better? What makes you feel productive? Um, and the last thing, I feel like this is really key too, is, what do you incorporate in like your morning and night routine that makes you feel good? Because I'm genuinely curious and I feel like I'm missing out on things in my morning and night routine that could be helping me feel better and like the best version of myself. So I wanted to hear from you guys like what you do that makes you feel the best version of you. And I guess the best way for you to tell me all of this would just to be um, to comment on my happy hour podcast Instagram post because I always have a little post like promoting each episode every week or you could dm the happy hour podcast instagram as well because that would just be a lot easier for me to see than my normal account that gets like flooded i can barely check those dms because there's like a million and i'm on my phone enough where i'm just like oh my gosh if i went through all these dms i would literally never not be on my phone you know so Um, But I do want to hear from you guys about that because I feel like I'm still trying to find my way and what makes me feel better. Like I've said a couple little things that make me feel better, but again, I just feel like, like I know the candles, the face mask, the like showering in the morning and putting on your workout clothes and the like healthy breakfast or whatever. But I feel like there's just some things that I could like do to just spice it up, make it even better. I'm sure also this is like probably bad to admit, but like I said, in this episode specifically, especially, I'm just being honest. And for two weeks, I, I don't know how to say it. It was always going to be for two weeks that I wouldn't see Max. And so I'm not with Max right now. I was going to say like, I won't see him for two weeks, but I think now when you're listening to this, I see him in like a week. Um, anyway, (laughs) it's going to be two weeks without Max. And this week, I he went back to Cape Cod and is just with his family and I'm with my mom and I thought it would be good that way anyway because you guys know I like lived with his family all of quarantine not all of quarantine but like for two and a half months and now I'm back with my mom so I thought it would just be good for us to spend like our own time like separate on our own because we spend so much time together the two of us but also with our like spending time alone with our families if that makes sense and it's always good for me to like work on being independent but I'm sure like a part of maybe me being sad too is like I went from being with him for the last like three months in Boston now I'm not in Boston I'm not with him I'm back home without my dad so I'm sure that's like a part of it but again I just know how important being independent is and that's something that I'm continuously working on but I feel like I'm good at it in some ways but not in other ways and I obviously never want to be like really reliant or dependent codependent that kind of thing so yeah that's just like something that I'm working on too and maybe something that's led me to feeling a little bit down this week um I know I kind of touched on it before but I guess like I said because I just wanted to specifically say if you are struggling or have in the past or will in the future god forbid I hope that you don't but if you and I know that it's completely normal I would say the majority of people would feel have experienced depression at some point in their life if you struggle with that anxiety other mental illnesses know that I think you are so strong and so brave like I truly mean that like genuinely deep in my heart you are fighting so many battles that I have never had to fight and it's like like that's why it's crazy to me when people can be so like ignorant about mental illness because they don't experience it but then it's like if they did only then they would realize I don't know do you know what I mean it's like the people that don't see the place of medicine in this whole scenario or take it seriously and think that it's something where you can just try to be happy and like boom you're happy and it's all better like it doesn't work like that and 
I guess I, I know I talked about it before, but what I want you to hear loud and clear, if you're listening, is that even if you don't struggle specifically with a mental illness, if you are feeling down right now, if you feel down sometimes, if you're feeling sad, know that I'm here and I care about you. If you're one of those people that are like, but nobody cares me. I don't have anybody. Yes, you do. So many people care about you. More people care about you than you can even imagine, more than you know. And I care about you, me, Gretchen, personally. I care about every single one of you listening to this right now. I appreciate your support more than you know when I meet you guys in person and especially if we can kind of like connect on a deeper level if we can like share some deeper things if you guys tell me someone that you've lost in your life even though it can be really hard to talk about or I've helped you through a rough time it's like how many of you have I met I don't know if you're listening but I have met so many girls that I have cried talking to because I'm just like whoo you are literally pulling at my heartstrings like girl we relate on so much and it's like those are the important things to talk about and that's just why I love you guys. Like, I love you. I have love for you. Other people love you. You're important. You were born to do something great. You were born for a purpose. I don't know if people tell you that enough. I don't know if you hear that enough, that you were born to do something great. You will find out what it is. It will become apparent in your life and that you were born for a purpose. And I know I said that before and I'm getting preachy over here, but I just wanted to make sure that that was clear. Wow, you guys, I can't tell you how many times I've had to stop during this episode and just kind of take take a deep breath because this is just like, it can be hard to talk about and it's just deep and just know that, I guess to wrap this up, since the whole episode is titled, It's Okay to Not Be Okay and Be Sad, I also forget where I heard this. Where did I hear this? Maybe someone told me this as advice, but it's inevitable, right, that we will all feel sad at some point in our life um, for whatever reason, and you can be sad for a while, sad for a little while, just a little bit sad about something, or really sad and down about something else, like it's sort of inevitable, but I think maybe a good way that you could look at it, like a new perspective if you haven't heard this before, is who told me this, how all the good things in life like wouldn't be as good or wouldn't, you know, taste as sweet if you didn't have the low lights and the struggles and the hard things going on. It's almost like you wouldn't appreciate all the highlights if you didn't have the low lights in a way, if you didn't go through your darkest times and know that you will get through this and a lot of times it's a journey it's something that you will continuously work on but like I said earlier it's okay to be sad but it's also okay to be happy I have faith in you guys that we will get through this time together closing this off I want you all this week to cut yourself some extra slack to give yourself some grace to love yourself to focus on yourself not be selfish not be rude not anything like that that's not what I'm saying but be focused on yourself selfish in the way of loving yourself prioritizing your well-being your health what makes you happy what makes you feel good eating the foods that make you feel good spending the time with the people that make you feel loved included welcome everything like that and actually something that I wrote down at the beginning that I didn't say that maybe this could be a good thing to close off I didn't even bring this up yet But where did I see, why can't I remember where I'm seeing all of these things? I'm sorry, you're probably like, Gretchen, I said that and you're not, I'm not giving you credit. But I've been seeing like things like this around how your self-worth is not measured by how productive you are. Like your worth is not measured by your productivity. Say a louder for the people in the back. And that's a good, that's really good. It goes along with cutting yourself some slack this week. You don't need to always be doing productive, getting after, being on the grind, being productive, like let yourself relax, feel your feelings, read a book, disconnect, take care of yourself. You will burn out if you don't. And I think also during this time of quarantine, it can be such a good time to have that extra time to take care of yourself, self-care, everything like that. And I know I talked about that in my self-care episode. But I think that's kind of all I wanted to talk about this week. Sorry, this is all over the place, but I hope I kind of got my message across of why I know that it's okay to not be okay. We all go through things and we will come out the other side even stronger and it's okay to be sad. I'm thinking of another cheesy quote right now. It's about 
how your scars or I don't even know if it's cheesy it might be like really deep and like nice actually it's something about scars how your scars I my most prominent scar is my knee scar so that's just what I think when I think of scars I don't know what scars you guys have but it's like your scars are beautiful and your scars show that you survived is that what it is Ooh, that's like really serious or show that you are still here and that you made it through and I don't know that just kind of reminded me of like the theme of this episode too but I'm getting rambly here at the end um I hope this helped you guys I really did I really do hope that this helped because that was the whole point of this episode and that maybe you could relate to any of these feelings and I love you so much and I promise next week is going to be happy themed because this is happy hour. This is supposed to be happy over here but sometimes we just get real. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening and I will catch you next week. Bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.